to the person that hurt me, you didn't win. The first time you attacked me, I was shocked. I couldn't believe what was happening. I was scared, and you threw me across the room, and I landed on the top edge of our daughter's dresser in her room. You left terrible bruises on me. You didn't want me to work. You was angry that I got a job. I started living in a living hell. You constantly told me how ugly I was and that nobody would want me. You told me my stretch marks from having our daughter disgusted you. You treated me like I was nothing to the point that I believed you. You would get so angry if I held our daughter, fed her, changed her diaper. You looked at her like you was so jealous of her. You wouldn't have anything to do with her. You stared at other women and would make comments about how they looked. You cheated on me over and over again. I was so scared to leave. I had nowhere to go. Six years later, we had our second child. You promised to never cheat and you didn't hit me. I learned how to not make you angry, to keep the peace. It didn't last long and you was cheating again. Now you made sure the bruises would be hidden by clothes. I felt trapped, scared. I didn't know what to do. I smiled and I played your game. I hid what was going on and I protected our kids. The first time you attacked me, I was surprised how fast I came up with a lie for the huge bruise on the top back of my arm. I told people at work I tripped over a toy and landed on the waterbed. I thought a lot about killing myself, but I couldn't leave my babies, not with you. I didn't have family to help me and I had nowhere to go. I came up with a plan. I needed education so I could support my kids. I fell out of love with you and I had to put myself in a place where I could leave. I graduated with an associate's degree, but I needed a bachelor's degree. Things was getting really scary at home. You told me you have no idea what I'm capable of doing to you. But I did know. You told me where you were going to bury my body. I could feel you staring at me at night while I slept by the door. I'd wake up and see you, your dead eyes, then you would walk out. I had to figure out a way out of here. I decided to go to cosmetology school. I could graduate faster and maybe get a shop. I could make enough money to support my kids. While I was in school, I knew about the women that you slept with at our house during lunch. I knew about our friends' wives that you slept with, and I didn't care. I didn't know you planned my way out. You planned my murder. I graduated from my school and I passed both state exams the first try. I opened my shop and even had all the shop bills paid in the first two weeks. 
I needed to build my business. I needed to save money, and I did. The first two times I saved money ended up going to car repairs. You didn't know what my plan was. I didn't know how close I was to running out of time until the night you tried to carry out your plan. You took me out to karaoke. I was having a good night. Then in front of all my friends, you began to carry on with a new bartender. I walked up to you and I said, I don't care who you sleep with or what you do, but not in front of my friends. You couldn't hurt me there, not in front of my friends. You got really angry and took my purse, keys, and my car. Later, I had to borrow a friend's phone to call you. You didn't answer. I had no way home. I got a ride with a friend and her son, and they begged me to come home with them. But I needed my car and my purse, and you had my shop keys. I had clients coming in the morning. I thought I could handle the situation. I was wrong. As usual, I didn't drink, but you had been drinking that night. The door was locked when I got home. When you finally opened it, you said, don't have your keys, do you? You had your foot blocking the door. I knew by the tone in your voice what would happen next. I squeezed through the door. The look on your face was evil. You was in my face and I managed to move around you. You stayed on my heels. I thought if I didn't talk back and didn't respond, I would probably not get hurt. I went to the bedroom to get my PJs. I thought if I go to the couch, maybe you would stop. I was wrong. When I went to open the dresser door, you grabbed me and you swung me across the room. My back hit the light switch. I think I closed my eyes while you were attacking me. Next thing I know, I'm half on and out, half off my bed. With, I'm laying on my back. My legs spread apart and you stand in between them. My arms are pinned down to my sides and I can't breathe. Your eyes were empty and you looked into mine. It seemed like forever. Your eyes were glazed over and you had no soul. I thought I was screaming, but our daughter never came in. Later I was told I wasn't screaming. I don't know why you hesitated or loosened up. Maybe it was the deep scratches on your sides. All I could do was move my wrists and hands. I thought I was going to die. I didn't want my kids to find me there. I remember talking to God and begging to live. I ran to the living room and I hid under a blanket on the couch. What was I thinking? I heard you walk up and I was terrified, shaking out of control and in shock. I peeked out of the blanket and you were standing there with a clever look. You was dressed up. 
You lifted your shirt, and I saw the deep, bloody scratches on your sides. You said, now you're going to jail, and you walked out the front door. After talking to my friend that dropped me off, and her begging me to call the police, I did. For the first time in our marriage, I called the police. Today, I can't be home without the doors and windows locked. I have an alarm on every window and door. I have two dogs and a weapon in my house. I'm terrified you will find me. I have panic attacks and I cannot have anything on my face, not even my pillow. I can't face my husband when I sleep. When I'm alone, my body reacts as though I'm back there. I have two street lights on my property, just as bright as the store parking lot. I lock my bedroom door at night when I go to sleep. I watch my surroundings. I get stressed if I know somebody's coming over to my house, but I want to invite my friends over. I still hear the words, you are not wanted. Nobody will like you or love you, and you are not good enough. My name is Deanne Michelle, and this is my story.